What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome into the Ringerverse, the Ringer's Nexus podcast feed for all things fandom. Today is a House of Midnight in-person team-up. We are here in Anaheim at Star Wars Celebration in Steve's hotel room (laughs) 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 because we were that excited to gather and record a quick instant reaction pod to the first panel, the Lucasfilm panel from Star Wars Celebration today. Everybody say hello. Who's here? Charles Holmes. Coke, baby, Chuck. (laughs) Joe Miodeneron. We out chill. Steve Allman. Woo. Hi. Wow, that, oh, that was, was a, really wow. That was muted. That's was how that you weak? can tell that Steve has two jobs to do. He's, <laughs> he's participating in the analysis, but he is also producing this. Arjuna Ram Gopal. Hello there. Great. Wow. It's great. Wow. I am Mallory Rubin. Our pal Van Lathan is, of course, also here with us. He is recording another pod presently, but great news. If you want to hear more from Van, if you want to hear more from any of us, you're going to have a lot of lot of chances to over the next few days because we have an ample programming reminders portion for you right now. Obi-Wan Kenobi ever heard of it premieres on Disney Plus tonight at midnight and the Midnight Boys. We'll have an instant reaction pod for you on the first two episodes of Obi-Wan on Friday. Double action on the Ringerverse feed on Friday because House of R will have a Stranger Things reaction pod for the first three episodes, then come back on Sunday for the second Stranger Things pod and Tuesday for the Stranger Things finale pod. You can also get a House of Our Obi-Wan deep dive pod on Monday and you can get more from all of us, the House of Midnight crew at Star Wars Celebration reacting to the news on the ground. Got some more panels to attend. And if you want, if you're here, come hang out live because we're doing a live show. Jomi, tell the people when the live show is. The live show is Tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific. People are like, is it Eastern? Is it Central? <laughs> da, da, da. Let y'all know it's 2 p.m. Yeah. Pacific. Spoilers, Anaheim's on the West Coast. <laughs> and guys, first 25 people who show up will get access to any Deep Shadow protocol, <laughs> especially it's not true. Gate. It's not true. Okay? Yeah. Oh, God. And we will be checking you for tomatoes to throw at me <laughs> at the door. So leave them at home. <laughs> 
I don't know. Bring them. I feel like we're going to be hungry. We might need a snack, Ooh, you know? I, know. I will say we, we met some very lovely listeners who wanted to take a photo with the Midnight Boys. And they were grand gentlemen. And right before they leave, they're like, Charles, you're wrong about Midnight. And I'm like, I love this energy. <laughs> like, keep this energy. If you see me on the floor, keep the hot takes coming. I want to hear all of them. <laughs> great. I love it. That was a lot. How can everybody follow that? Well, I'm glad you asked, Mallory. If you are, for whatever reason, unable to be here with us in Anaheim, we got you covered on the socials. Do not fret. We're at we're out we're on Twitter at Ringiverse. We're on TikTok at Ringiverse. And you won't believe this. We're on Instagram. Guess what? At Ringiverse. Follow us there. We have you entertained. There's already a whole bunch of stuff from day one. And it's only been what, like six hours? Yeah. yeah. We're only you know? halfway through the first day. Woo. Man. Stay tuned. We got a lot coming a for you. Guys. I'm already tired. <laughs> I was literally <laughs> just complaining about hip pain before we started recording. We're so. all so sore. Yeah. We walked so far. You can tell we haven't left our, our homes much in the last couple of years. But today we gathered here in Anaheim for the Lucasfilm studio panel. And we did not get any Star Wars movie news, which was notable, but we got a lot of other sneak peeks, a lot of other appearances. Before we dive into the Mando season three glimpse, the Andor trailer, the amazing live concert that we got <laughs> to enjoy from John Williams. Incredible. Et cetera. Quick just opening vibe check. There was a lot of chatter across the different appearances. The through line of the event was, it's really great to be here together. Yep. sharing and celebrating a thing that we love. I certainly felt that way. The first group that joined us, we don't have much news on this front because again, the show is premiering tonight. The Obi-Wan crew came out. You and McGregor ever heard of him was there. This is an amazing moment. You would have <laughs> so, thought Hayden Christensen was Harry Styles so the way they were screaming for him. Hayden, he had shoddy screaming. Yes. I, do, you, do you guys agree that Hayden got the loudest cheer of the entire Easily. event? Until Harrison Ford. Yes, yes. right. Easily, I'm right. Yes. Until Easily. Harrison Ford walked out. They went out. crazy. Unce <laughs> unceremonious walkout from, <laughs> from Harrison Ford. Just he left. just walks he on stage. <laughs> he just walks on stage, walks off when he's done. Amazing. What was the coolest thing, before we go kind of beat by beat here, what was the coolest thing for everybody that you thought, oh my God, I can't believe we get to see this live? What was the most fun, Charles? Right. If, we, if we're taking Harrison Ford, because like, there is rare you see a human, like, damn. That nigga's Harrison Ford. Like, I was just like, <laughs> like, I was just like, he's like, I, he's old. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, he's beautiful, bro. Yeah. Like, I was a little stunned. I'm Stunning. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? He can still wear a suit. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he was looking good too. I was like, man, you looking delicious, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my friend. Yellowstone coming out soon. <laughs> I'm absolutely astounded that the first person to say Harrison Ford looked delicious on this podcast was not me. Was <laughs> here we are. Team bonding. Uh, Steve did turn to me while Harrison Ford was out there and said, drop the Yellowstone trailer now. I right. Like, <laughs> I loved it. This Incredible. is now a Yellowstone panel. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No, I, I think my favorite thing clearly was like... The, to know that like they were going to acknowledge uh, John Williams' birthday. Yeah. He is 90 years old this year. Looking Amazing. Good. And yeah. I, I turned to Mallory and I said, there's no way they're, they're going to wheel his old bones out here <laughs> to get like a, a celebration from the crowd. But not only that, but on risers, an entire symphony Incredible. is pulled out from behind the stage yeah. and John Williams conducts 
uh, three musical pieces that he's conducted over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was incredible. Like, honestly, the highlight of my. Did y'all know channel. that Obi-Wan did not have a score? I had never thought about that, that Obi-Wan just doesn't have one. We got to hear the Obi-Wan theme debuted live. We yes. got to hear the indie music. We got to hear the Imperial March. It was a very musical event. Like, at the beginning, yeah. what to do the, uh, to announce the Obi-Wan folks coming out, they sung. The they had the opera team do Duel of the Fates. That oh. was incredible. Oh wait, wait, wait! The we, red light, the fog. We got to be here. My music critic is going to jump out. Yes, yes, it was a very musical like event. But I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, bro. Like it's 2022. We can't be dropping dubstep remixes of party rock anthem. Bro, bro that was the pre-show. That was the pre-show. That was the pre-show, man. That was the pre-show. Don't diss the guys that did the pre-show. It was like party rock anthem. I'm like, I'm checking, and people are vibing. I'm like. <laughs> What's going on? Come on, man. Like, come on. I'm letting them slide. I'm letting them slide. You know what I'm saying? We, everybody's was, excited to be here. You know, let them live, Charles. Follow the Ringer Music Show. I mean, <laughs> no, they did a lot of, and they were doing like dubsteps, but it would be like Star Wars remix dubsteps of like popular songs. I'm like, I don't know if this is cool or like one step too far. I was about to leave. I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. Well, we're glad you didn't because we got a lot of amazing things after. I think that. It was it was really incredible to get to see John Williams conduct oh, yeah. Yeah. live music. That was incredible. I think, listen, I can only be true to myself. My favorite thing was the fact that I now get to say I was in the same room as both you and McGregor and Harrison Ford. Wait, is this the first time you've, you've been in the same room as McGregor? In like actual life as opposed to <laughs> when I'm tree <laughs> Now I'm, I'm really surprised that you're here recording this spot. I, I would have thought that you were like tracking down McGregor. You're just like watching his Instagram just being like, all right, where's... Just, you know, it's a long weekend. <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of time left. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to save more, most of our Obi-Wan thoughts, obviously, for after we we see the premiere. So check back on the feed for for plenty on the Obi-Wan front. Should we, should we hit Mando? Because... We'll, we'll do this quickly because the Mando sneak peek that we got is not actually... Wait. Steve, give me a rewind so, uh, sound okay. here. All right. Mike. We didn't get to hear Arjuna's favorite thing yes. on the vibes front because he doesn't have a mic and so I keep having to turn around and remember <laughs> to hand him my mic. Uh, for me, it's got to be Hayden and Ewan seeing them together on, on stage just because, you know, it's been 20 years since Attack of the Clones. That's when they first appear together and I think that's the crux of Obi-Wan and I'm excited to see it. And I just love love to see the love for both of those guys. So that oh, was, he said that was it. really great. McGregor said it. I was, was like, so he's sweet. Like, yeah, the la- he's like, this is kind of the first time where we've really felt the love for the prequels. I'm like, damn, yes. y'all really had to stand on stage and kind of <laughs> be like, you guys yeah. hated this, but here we are. He's been he's been doing the prequel speech like on the whole press tour, and we've seen it many times, but it still felt special. <laughs> it was <laughs> to hear it today. It's like, man, woo. Okay, Mando. This sneak peek is not yet online, and so we will keep this quick. We haven't gotten to see it a second time. We watched it once. I did the thing that drives me crazy when other people do it, which is I saw Grogu. I gasped. I made sounds. I gurgled. I cooed. And then I didn't hear the next few lines of the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) This is just more of an impression than anything else. But in addition to getting to hang with Filoni and Favs and hear a little bit about what's coming, we got some footage. We got to see Mando. We got to see our sweet baby Grogu. We got to see a lot of yeah. Bo-Katan. And Katie Sackhoff was, was here, and she came out on stage. And I think that's one of my main takeaways, other than just how excited I am to be back with my dear little Grogu. This is going to be, as we've all expected, 
a big bow season and a big Mandalore history, Mandalore future, the battle for Mandalore season. What was everybody's main impression of the glimpse we got of Mando? And we should say we got a date, February 2023, which I was shocked by. I thought for sure this would be a December release, but we'll talk about Andor in a minute. Right. And that's 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so Mando is coming next year. Charles, Mando thoughts. They're going royal. Like I, I had the suspicion when the Mid-Delorean dropped. And, you know, you have the two We're still carrying that, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You know, Star Wars celebration. Get at me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, after those two episodes that I loved, I was just like, oh, they're really going for it. Yeah. We're going to see, uh, we're going to see Mando really having to come to terms with being a leader, which I don't think of him as. But obviously, Bo-Katan throughout like she's sitting on the throne and it almost seems that like she's the antagonist i'm not saying she's the villain but it did seem like she was giving all vibes in this trailer of like you cannot have the dark saber like this throne is mine because at one point she turns i believe she turns to baby yoda and she's like what does she say you didn't think think your dad was yeah like it was really creepy (laughs) okay no I had the same thought. I turned yeah. to Arjuna and I was like, oh, Bo-Katan's an op now. Yeah. Right? right? Like, she and Mando are on a collision course because, of course, Mando has a Darksaber, which is, you know, the ritual. He now mm-hmm. has the right to, you know, rule Mandalore. And Bo-Katan's like, ah, slow down, boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, she feels that's her birthright. And so they're absolutely going to come to a head. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see that. I'm I'd excited. like to see Bo kind of like, string Mando along because I'm pretty sure she's just eyeing that dark saber the entire time and she's just a, he's just a means to an end for that. Mm-hmm. Um I'm curious to know like what the plot drives through if the plot drives through Bo-Katan more so than Mando for this season because I mean if Book of Boba Fett is any indication like things sort of just happened around Boba Fett and we kind of just like had saw his like absorption of that plot. Obviously, we've got a bit more of a richer tale to tell here. Ooh, Steve. Uh, but, but it's but it's interesting because we're like again picking up right from those last two episodes of Book of Boba Fett that are now essential viewing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. We we kind of have to know exactly what's going on with him to carry on with that. I'm 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 excited to see it. Yeah, to the to the picking up from Boba point, that was one of the things that really struck me there are Grogu and Din together, right? And so if you, when this eventually drops online, if you're a person who has not seen the book of Boba Fett, you're going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, oh, what <laughs> happened here? What's, what this happened? Gr- what's this awesome new shit and he's got? <laughs> I think that's really notable because it does cement a lot of what we all talked about during the Boba run, which is you're not going to be able to opt out of any of these shows in this connected universe. And some of the stuff we're going to talk about later today, we learned about a new show that's coming, Skeleton, Skeleton Crew, also in this timeline. Like, this is the dominant timeline of Star Wars storytelling now, and you're going to need to consume it all to be able to understand any of it. On the bow front, I think that, you know, we're all huge fans of the Filoniverse and the animated series, and... <laughs> they're I'm not like, gonna see that I saw it on video they're not gonna see your wink to Charles Mal winked at me because here's my thing we, we were having an argument this deep might, shadow this deep might be shadow. deep shadow there's about to be deep shadow but shout out my man Lawrence Kasdan 
y'all got to stop like with the with the recency bias with my man Filoni. And oh I like Rebels and Filoni rules. Wow. There's you have to cut that. There's Filoni no rules. way that makes the pod. Don't There's edit that in a way that makes it seem like I don't like Filoni. <laughs> 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 now Mal's cool. It's Mal's cool. I like Filoni, but y'all are tripping, bro. Yeah, bro. We'll send that for another time. Of course. Uh, but I think all of us would agree that Filoni and Favreau have a, a really sincere, genuine interest in the lore around Mandalore, the place, the traditions, et cetera. And so we get not only our dear Grogu, not only Bo, we get the recurrence of the Mando taking off his helmet and what he's going to need to do mm -hmm. to make his way back to the Creed, right? The Living Waters, Minds of Mandalore, Armorer download from Book of Boba. That was in, that same idea was present here. And so that quest, Din heading to Mandalore to attempt to make his way back into the good graces of another Star Wars group that is so set strictly in its ways that they can't allow any flexibility into the way they conduct themselves. I'm still holding out hope. What might be in the living waters? Is it key knowledge about Death Watch and Bo's past? Is it something to do with Beskar? Is it the Mythosaur? So many possibilities. Can I throw out, can I lob something? Because now we have a date for this. Is there any way we get Sabine in this before we get her in Ahsoka? Mm. I... I think it's possible. What I was going to say is because we know Sabine is going to be in Ahsoka, the bow Darksaber Sabine history is obviously yeah. a very rich part of everything that's going to unfold. So those shows just feel like they're going to be deeply entwined. And, you know, to the question from earlier about like, well, is this going to become more about Bo than Din? I don't think so. I mean, I think this will always be centered around Mando and Grogu. I think if anything, it's the opposite. All of Star Wars is centered around them now. It's very <laughs> true. But <laughs> they're just the nucleus around everything that's swirls. Exactly. You, you introduce these other characters and you find ways for them to all be present in each other's stories. Right. And then it brings on more weight. We also saw our guy Grief. Woo! Looking good. Good, good Grief. Quite looking good. Fit. The goddamn man, he got, a, he got the cape on, you know, a little, little regalia on the chest, you know what I'm saying? My man came up. Shout out to Grief, man. I love that for your brother, you know? Shoot. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts on Mando? Again, we'll talk about this in much more depth at some point when this uh, when, when we get a full length trailer. It's, it's just it's wild the that they, they didn't release this trailer to I the have general one more public. Thought, if I'm going to be real, I knew that ship was going to be trouble. Like, Din, come on, bro, you cannot be driving a spaceship with Grogu on your lap with no seatbelt. Okay, yeah, you're looking like sitting in front here. of me in, in the Ferrari here. Like, what? There's not, not a good baby seat for that. No, he no. had the baby seat in the, in the back I know, of the bubble. But for some reason, it's just not in the bubble. Well, not when you're whipping like that, bubble? though, you know, and you getting chased by the space cops. And that's why you need to Was he finally, like, banging on the window long enough? He's to, like, like come on, sit just up, come sit, up front. sit in my lap. Grogu Wait. looks like he's having a blast. Grogu has never <laughs> looked happier. <laughs> he looks like he's having a blast. He looked like he was miserable with Luke, and now he's just like, I'm with daddy now. Like, yeah, with daddy. Just <laughs> Arjuna, any Mando thoughts? Uh, I am excited to get some space battles. We saw a little bit of that in the teaser trailer that's kind of been missing from these first two seasons of Mando and definitely Book of Boba, so excited to see that. Any more, opportunity. More, more Mando running from the cops. Any opportunity to slam on Book of Boba. This yeah. is what we do here at, at any, any point. <laughs> it's tough. Speaking of space battles, we did get a trailer that is also on the internet for another impending Disney Plus show, Andor, Diego Luna, the cast, the whole team. 
Everyone came out. They were having a blast. How psyched was Diego Luna on he, that Diego stage? Luna was not have been happier. He was I so living so his best life. Jazz, so to be charming. Here. Did you guys get your posters? Hell no. I all right, I didn't get thing. my poster. I want one. For here's the thing. They were like, "Yo, y'all got a surprise! Everybody here getting posters." And we hadn't seen the trailer yet. And I was just kind of like, "If y'all don't drop this trailer." <laughs> Fuck your poster. <laughs> and then I walked out and I was just like, there's so many lines. I'm like, bro, there is no way I'm hanging up a Diego Luno poster in my in my crib if I got to wait in line. I'm sorry. He said to put it in your living room. Right in the middle yeah, of your room. Yeah, he was like, put it in yeah. your living room. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He's a beautiful man. Like, yeah. the movies don't do him justice. When I saw him out there, I'm like, God. Real good hair. Real good you, hair. You and McGregor, hair. man. Great like, hair. this is just ooze and sex appeal. <laughs> if, I can say, if I can say that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this was really one of the the pleasant surprises because I think we've all been like excited for Andor, but not necessarily having it like at the top of our hype list. And I think we all left the panel today and left the trailer viewing, feeling like pretty energized aside from the fact that this is running at the same time as every other show that we hear at the <laughs> Ringerverse August and September. Gonna be rough. Right, so now it's Andor, We've got, House of Dragon. Yes, because we, we got a date. So this is August 31st and 12 episodes. So we've got She-Hulk, Andor, House of the Dragon, and Rings of Power. We've got Star Wars, Hooray! Marvel, Thrones, and Lord of the Rings. Live action television shows all at once. And well, who knows what else? That's really we really the Avatar. I, I would have <laughs> thought going into this, Andor would be the thing that I was least hyped on. And after seeing that trailer, I can't lie, it looks beautiful. Like yeah. it has the same cinematic quality as Rogue One. And I was just like, who wants a fucking Andor show? And I left him like, damn, I want an Andor show. Yeah, yeah we want an Andor <laughs> show. This. Well, you're getting 24 episodes because not Ooh. only is this first season 12 episodes confirmed that we are getting a second season that is also 12 episodes. We got an interesting, Tony Gilroy provided an interesting snapshot of the time frame. I will say that he, and it's just my impression, everybody else who was on stage at any point today seemed pretty nervous to maybe say something they shouldn't say. Absolutely. Yes. So, yes. Yes. you know, the eternal caveat over all of this that anything specific to the canon release schedule, anything could certainly change. But based on what we heard today, Andor will be set five years before the events of Rogue One. And he said that the first season would cover a year and then the second season will cover the following four years, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's really, really interesting because it puts us on, in essence, a similar like parallel timeline to Rebels. You know, those years mm. leading up to A New Hope, to Rogue One, of course, those really crucial moments in the formation and solidification of the Rebel Alliance. I'm hyped. It's, it's, I, I cannot be more excited for this. I actually want to play a quick game. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> House of Dragon. <laughs> oh. Ring of Power. Uh, okay. Uh, don't this do that. Don't do that. This is better territory than I thought. Mandor She-Hulk? You're up first. God damn it. Um, <laughs> all right. This is really hard, and I, I love I love and all of these properties, and I'm excited for all of these. Right. I have to marry House of the Dragon. Thrones is like... It's foundational to... Okay my career and my life, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to stay true to to that. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a tumble with Rings of Power. Interesting. I'm gonna have yeah. yeah. a gonna have a special night with Rings of Power. I'm really excited that we're getting a, a Lord of the Rings show. And I guess that means I have to kill both of right? 
Or do no, I get to leave one, 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 the one the other and then just, the other one gets I, to go? Yeah. So I'll leave I'll leave Andor just free to do its thing then. And I guess I have to, I would, I feel bad. I that's have to kill Hey, that's why I did the game. That's I'm excited for all four. I really am. But that's, I guess, I guess that's my, my power ranking. Yeah. What about everyone else? Yeah, it's a kill for She-Hulk off top. <laughs> wow. That's not hard. That's, that, that's uncomfortably quick. That yeah, that's crazy. Like that. Oh, I think, I think I'm going to have a nice, a nice, nice one night stand with Andor. Hmm. Yeah, I think I yeah. got to marry House of the Dragon. Because I, wow. I, I can't tell if it's going to be a beautiful marriage or after the first three episodes, my yeah. baby ain't worked. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely going to be an incestuous marriage because <laughs> <laughs> we're back with our, our favorite silver-haired family. Show me, Steve. Oh, man. Uh, I think off jump, I'm going to marry Andor because I believe in wow. it and me together mm. the most. I think this is going to, mm. this is, this shows a lot of promise. Yeah. It wow. has, it has so many things that I actually like and it's just like, hey, let's establish just how much of a dick the Empire was. Like yeah, entirely. let's establish. It's let's... time in Star Wars, finally. <laughs> finally. We, did, we haven't really got a, We haven't gotten to project. it yet. No, like, yeah, we... you blow up planets all the time, but like, what do you really but, like? let's be real. The thing about the trailer that is very interesting is that they're actually getting into the... Like, in the same way that Clone Wars gets into, you know, the Republic and the parties yeah. and the government of it all, this... Andor seemed to be getting into, like, what is it like it was... to actually be in the Empire and have to like wine and dine it's and act like everything is okay. It has Kyburn, a, our guy. Kyburn! Kyburn! Uh, it had this great dichotomy of like, you see like the people that are kind of like with Cassian and like they're not really, not, not in slumming it, but like certainly not the haves and have nots. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when we see Mon Mothma in that like space, uh, like stretch limo, <laughs> I was like, okay, I can see people not liking Moth Mothma or Moth Mothma. Sorry, cut that. Mon Mothma. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> I know you're not it's, editing it, it's but it's a tongue so twister. Funny. It's a tongue twister. It's hard to say. <sighs> but when we see her in the car, uh, I was like, okay, this is interesting. So we have like some political intrigue about like how to like maybe like have the people on the outer rim prosper. Rebellions trying to make it like it a, you know, a good, you know, galactic empire for all. I like the political intrigue the show has. And it like that's exactly what I'm excited for. Yeah. All right, me. Um, I'm with Steve. I'm gonna marry Andor, I think. Wait, you didn't do your other. Oh, you oh. didn't do the oh yeah, you did the uh, rest of it. Tried to tried to get away with yeah. not, womp, womp. not doing that. Uh, okay. Well, womp womp, I'm killing House of the Dragon. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. Steve. You work at the ringer. I do. <laughs> I do. Not for long, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Steve gave up his checks. No, here's the thing. Like, I like I know that HBO will like clearly bet the farm on this one and like swing for the fences and make this good. Like, I have no question that it will be. I've just been like softly out on Game of Thrones for a minute, Mm. and it's gonna take a long time for it to win it back into good graces. Charles and I were talking about this, where we're like, what big section of that Game of Thrones fandom, like the gen pop Mm -hmm. of the Game of Thrones fandom, is gonna need to be won back? by the time that that show comes to us. And it might take a while to cook before people are like, oh no, Game of Thrones is back now. Oh, that so. shit's cool, okay. but She-Hulk's right there. Come on. At least at least House of Dragons CGI is finished, bro. Crazy. Like, what are we doing? Crazy. You think Are, I'm not rolling in the hay with She-Hulk? Come on. Oh, oh true. Oh, true. True. Okay. Right. I wow. take it back. I take it back. All right. Jomi? 
Did you finish? Did you say yeah, you're yeah. gonna? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. I am. Ma- I am marrying Endor. It looks incredible. Like mm. Charles said, like it feels like you're stepping back into the world of Rogue One. Yeah. And I'm all for that. Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars films. So Same. tap me in. I've got a you know me and She Hulk. You know what I'm saying we going. Um, Nice little dalliance, you know, one night, you know, a little thing, you feel me? Uh, Y'all listen. should see Val's face. Listen, <laughs> listen. Is, I can't listen. believe it. I like what I like, all right? Don't don't kink shame me, all right? <laughs> don't not, mm-mm, it's not what we do here. Take right. this shit to mid edition, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be there. It's not going to be there, man. Uh, I'm chilling with House of Dragon. House of Dragon is cool. <laughs> I, you know, I, this is a famous story. I, t- we, I tell Val every time. We talked about this, but I watched the first seven seasons of Game of Thrones in a week. Because mm. uh, only I didn't have a job, and so I had that, in a uh, week. I had that. Fr- you only had Amazing. a week free, bro. You know what I'm saying? A free HBO. Uh, it was HBO Go where, at the where time. Where were you living in your own apartment, bro? No, I was at the, I was at my parents' crib, bro. Man, it must have smelled crazy in there. Bro, a week? Nah, seven bro, seasons no, listen, in a week, bro. I would start at like three and like end at like one a.m. Were go you to showered? Sleep just, of course, man. I, I don't know if you had time. <laughs> No, I was Jeez, that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of I gotta episodes. learn about Joby's house now. I'm uh, like, I was, trust me, I was, I was sanitary. Yes, it was a, a lot. lot. <laughs> we had a week to watch it. So your boy was marathon <laughs> thing, bro. You know? And uh, I'm killing Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, bro. We don't, I'm good. I oh, just. man. Rem- well, remember, you and Jason Manzoukas on Zoom were like, Joby. Yeah. My brother in Christ, yeah. you have to watch the films. Extended edition only. I remember. Yes. And I was like, cool, I did it. It was cool. I, I honestly had a great time. I tweeted through it. Y'all y'all yep. saw that. I was like, cool. Should I watch The Hobbit? He was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Look, watch watch up until like, then. If I got to watch The Hobbit, like, you know what I'm saying? Nah. You know, like, we'll, we'll see what Rings of Fire looks like. But, you know, we could give it a chance. Portion. <laughs> Give it a chance. Middle Earth, ah, Middle Earth is a special place. Uh, and listen, hey, they got that long bottom leaf for your boy. Slide through. I'm going to be honest. It, 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 <laughs> She-Hulk's been catching strays. Everybody, I am excited for the show. But if anybody should catch strays, that first that first trailer of Ring of Powers. They didn't really show much in that, if <laughs> I recall. Oh, man. For I, I'm worried. There Don't wasn't worry. a ton. It, like, it was like that, like, you know, we'd like the CGI clearly not finished. So the things it can't show you is going to be shot in the dark. I got more info from that trailer where they poured uh, silver into that wood, yeah. <laughs> like, filing thing of the name. That was like, cool, that though. Was, that was cool. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's all going to be great. I, I, it's going to be great. I can't <laughs> wait. Arjuna? I, I'm sorry, She-Hulk, but... She's got to go. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. She's got to go. It's just just the way it is. There's too many other great things out there. Steve, we're visionaries, my brother. You know know what I'm saying? They don't see the vision. We're just just not cowards. Exactly. You you guys, you have your blinders on. You're you're locked in on on Michael Mouse. Is that so bad? But uh, Andor, I think I'm going to agree with you. You guys, Jomi and Steve, I'm going to marry Andor, mm-hmm. just because I really loved what I saw, and then yeah, I see the one night stand is is Ring of Power for me. I love Lord of the Rings. I'm very excited for this show, and I'm just gonna let House of the Dragon walk. Hey, you know, like, yeah, House gonna, of Dragon. I, it's, it's just it's what just, is happening. I like Game of Thrones, and I think the show will be will be fine. I'm just not sure which way it's gonna go yet. Yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. I hear that. That's the last Mal- time Mal. Mal-, 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 Mal hands the mic to Arjuna. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> well, the Rogue Prince, Damon Targaryen, <laughs> and I will be having a lovely fall together. Um, you mentioned 
Mon Mothma or Moth Mothma. As you like to call it. Mommy Mothma? Mommy Mothma? Mommy Mothma. Is that what you just said? That's canon. It is. That's canon to you. That's legends to me. Huge presence. Yes. Huge presence in the trailer. Really, really central. And in general, I think, again, this is the through line of what we're all saying. We're all hyped for the trailer, not only because it looked so great. It seems like we're going to have like a lot of time to spend with these characters in the world. But just the, the, the with Andor as a character himself, like the spy thriller energy, the political aspect of the show, learning more about the formation of the alliance. Like, I think one of the things I'm most excited about is that across a lot of different Star Wars stories, we see these different splinters and slices of the alliance and seeing how more of that comes together and what everybody's doing on their own. And one of the interesting things that Diego Luna said up on stage was like, you're not going to like him at first, right? That we would be struck as viewers by how different his character seemed to the character we were used to seeing in Rogue One who sacrificed it all. That's exciting. To know that we're going to get to watch that kind of evolution like forged in the fire of going up against Kyburn. What could be better? Great stuff. Any other Andor thoughts? Andor what? Uh, I'm going to make that joke forever. 12 weeks this, of that coming up. Our, can't our, wait. Great, our, our great improv <laughs> troupe. Yes, Andor. <laughs> Just forever. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, not, to, not to be forgotten, Nicholas Patel on the Hell beat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I a score it. we're going to get. Can I it just be it. the succession theme with the Andor credits on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. No, they actually played the opening like title card for us, which was exciting. Um, also, not to mention Stellan Skarsgård. Great cast. Fiona Shaw? Shaw. Shaw. Who, who Shaw. looked just awful in the thing. But I mean, like, right. that's her character. <laughs> in a great way. In a great way. Yeah, no. the, turns out <laughs> the Empire beats you down a little Here's bit. Here's the thing, right? I know Fiona Shaw from, from Killing Eve. Sure. And she's yeah. oh. To the nines, mm-hmm. always yeah. killing it. And then to see her like juxtaposed immediately by Andor, I'm like, oh my Life God. Life in the galaxy is hard, man. What did the Empire yeah. do to you, Fiona? I can't wait to see People it. People farm it's water. It's not great. I cannot wait to see it. We also learned today about a show that we did not know anything about before today. Had not heard a thing about it. At least I had not heard a thing about it. This was a reveal our uh, MCU pal, John Watts, came out. He joined Favs and Filoni on stage. And we learned about a new show, Skeleton Crew, which basically all of us turned to each other in tandem after the panel and said, Stranger Things in Space. Right. <laughs> that was the vibe, right? That was how you described it, Charles. And we all had That's that That's how I described it, yep. Four kids lost in space. The kids were the focus of the initial description. And then we got this hammer at the end. Jude Law is the star of this show. Jude Law continuing to make the great tour of all massive IP franchises. I I, I respect and admire it. Murderer's Row. Really. This show is coming out in 2023. And one of the really notable things about, again, the Favs and Filoni aspect here is we learned this would be set in the Mandalorian timeline. Mando, Ahsoka, this show, etc. Thoughts on how this might fit into the Mandoverse? Thoughts on what we saw from this show itself? We got a cool picture, some concept art. All the thoughts I have are, can be summed up by the greatest uh, basketball player of all time. Fuck them kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like man. No. Oh, no. This 
seems great. No? Why? I mean, what? I don't need Amblin in space. Like, I'm cool. Like, don't I'm you cool want to see these kids oh give, God. like, an Imperial general a wedgie or not something? Not at all. No? <laughs> not at, like, here's the thing. And here's the just to Just to know, like, I'm what about not a food fight? Like, I was sitting next to Van, and, like, Van kind of was just, like, he did the mid-hand sign. Like, oh, I don't know. All the fans, like the more oh, I kept talking, he's like, Oof. and then Jude Law and popped up, and I'm like, yeah, that's why you said Jude Law's in it. Because now I'm like, all right, I'm I'm here. I'm going to watch Jude Law do course. Oh my No, God. I want ki- I, to tweak Joanna's favorite uh, theme of show: kids on bikes. I want kids on speeder bikes. Yeah, I want, I, like, I want to see. You know, are you kids saying that you want to see some some kids in Star Wars on Vespas? Yes, oh. any more from Vespa Rangers? No, back? but like actual kids, not like some teeny boppers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it's cool, man. I yeah. thought that's that's something that we haven't really seen in Star Wars. Like, like it was interesting. The other um, guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, uh, opposite John Watts was like, the show is about kids, but not for kids. And right. so I was like, oh. And then and then Filoni was like, yeah, we we made Clone Wars for kids too, but we sliced off heads. And so like this is something that is supposedly, you know, for everybody. And so I'm interested to see like how dark they actually get if we're going to be, you know, with these kids for the run of run of uh, a show. Yeah, that was Christopher Ford, um who also worked on on Homecoming, and that's one of the things that I think is exciting about this. Like part of what I love about the See if I can say this without us going into one of our our signature 90-minute Spider-Man <laughs> debates here on the Ringer. Oh, Nerds. no. But oh. part of the reason that I love those those MCU Spider-Man is I'm, like, actually shrinking in my chair. So <laughs> no, no, you're right. Me as I make Say this it. Point. You're right. I'm you're right. because of the, like, I like those movies. The coming-of-age aspect, the high school story, and so bringing that Spider-Man Homecoming energy from Ford and Watts into a Star Wars Disney Plus show, I think that's amazing. Now, I will say, maybe I'm just like really primed for this right now because I just did the E.T. rewatchables, been wa- binging and watching Stranger Things to do the House of R-Pods. So I'm like really in the zone of the kids <laughs> on bikes. I want more of it. It sounds great. But more broadly, this idea of like a lost crew, a lost little uh, a party to use to use Stranger Things parlance. Being in the Mandoverse, why? What might that mean? How might it connect? We started texting immediately. We all were together. Then we we split for a very brief, you know, snack before we gathered again. One of the things that saw on Twitter from our pal Eric Voss and New Rockstars was the picture of Jude Law that they showed for this announcement next to a picture of Thrawn and said, hold up, could Jude Law be playing Thrawn? Not confirmed, just some speculative Voss Goss. Now, we have no idea if that's the case. We have no idea if that's true. Will Lars Mickelson, who voiced Thrawn in Rebels, end up playing him in live action? Will someone else? Who knows? Maybe that's one of the casting announcements we'll get here this weekend at some point. But whether or not that's true, it's the kind of idea that this show allows us to explore. If Thrawn and Ezra are lost in space, and this crew is lost in space, maybe they wind up lost in space together or overlapping on some sort of adventure. Any number of characters could come into the fold on a show like this, or you swing it in the completely opposite direction. If you're lost in space, maybe you don't interact with anyone (laughs) in the Star Wars canon, and you do something that feels totally self-contained. Like, we always talk about how big the galaxy is. Go explore a new corner of it. What are the Find a pergle. What are the odds that one of the kids has Force powers and the other three don't? 
high, high. man. They're just going That's <laughs> like that's the thing. To, to bounce off of the Thrawn speculation, it would be wild for these this ragtag group of kids to bump into Grand Admiral Thrawn in that context, and I don't know how they would be found. Well, I mean, our guy, you know, we're still sitting here waiting like everyone else for the continuation of the Thrawn Ezra plot. Very true. What, which we will get ch- in Ahsoka, I think, but maybe it connects in this show. Which mm-hmm. will What's come the after. chance one of these kids is one of Luke's uh, students? Ooh. So like, uh, one of Luke's first what if they pick? What if they pick up one from uh, when... Luke, what if they pick up a kid so, from Luke's school when it goes bad? What if, well, that's what well, if that's, they're going. That's if, later. What so if they this gotta, is this is Mando timeline. This is Mando right? timeline. Right. So we're Grogu not just left. Yeah, Grogu Luke. leaves, and Luke's like, "I need to bring in more kids." And then immediately right. he's like, "You must choose," and they leave too, and they get lost <laughs> in space. Well, what if there's like no? No, I'm saying like, what if this ends with? One of the kids reveals like it's the oh, Stranger Things thing becomes... where like one of the kids has powers they don't understand what it is. Mm-hmm. They find out it's the Force, and one of the kids ends up meeting like Ezra or, or someone Ooh, who's just like yeah. takes them to Luke. I love mm-hmm. this. On the instead of going to the Seeing Stone to reach out, they go to the store to get some Egos and some new Coke, <laughs> and that's how they call Here, out. I want to bring, <laughs> oh, bring up together. if this is Amblin. We know for a fact that it's canon that E.T.'s race is in Star Wars. What's the <laughs> chance that they, they meet E.T.? Very true. It should be amazing. What, here's the thing. Great, what, if, great it, call. if this really pulls the Stranger Things, we will get six seasons of this and these kids will age to be 22 and grow to be six feet tall. But it's Star Wars. They'll just de-age it's them. Right. That's true. Because <laughs> you can't... Re- <laughs> it not That's very true. They can cast anyone. Just de-height them as well. <laughs> Sorry, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, you're three feet now. Oh, God. Uh, Arjuna, any skeleton crew thoughts? Uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction here and say mm. that these kids show up in Mando season three. Everything in the Mando-verse is a backdoor pilot. Book of Boba, Boba Fett shows up in Mando. Ahsoka, Ahsoka shows up in Mando. Very true. I think mm. everything starts there, and I think we're going to get more of these kids in Mando season three, and that leads into right, Skeleton. Mando's going to help them with one thing, and they'll be like, thanks, mister, and then he they're going to go He always gets distracted. He always goes on his side there quest. There you go. Side y'all quest for the kids. Y'all can't great see, call. but Arjuna got the Gucci Sades, and he can, he can see the future. You know what I'm saying? That's great. I'm, I love that. I'm going to be good. real. At a certain point, we can't keep treating Mandalorian like Drake. Drake like Drake, be popping up on every motherfucking song, and you'd be like, damn, this is a pretty good song. Yeah, but it is the artist shit, and you're like, man, it's on pop It ups your streaming numbers by like 300%. Of course you got to put them on the track. They be fake. They be Fugazi in the light. You need the Drake feature to blow up. I understand. Right. Incredible. Ahsoka. We didn't really learn anything here. It's confirmed now that it's coming in 2023. There is a Mando panel on Saturday with Favreau and Filoni, so we're holding out hope that maybe we will get some more Ahsoka info on Saturday, maybe some casting news, etc. But even so, even though we learned nothing new, even though we did not see anything and they just started filming, when the logo, a logo that we have seen many times before came up, we all lost our minds. That's how excited we are for the show. Like one of the things that we were talking about just walking up to the convention center, they have this amazing mural for the for the celebration. You see Ahsoka's silhouette. It's like, I mean, fucking Darth Vader ever heard of him is up there. And we're all like, it's Ahsoka. That's how hyped <laughs> we are for the show. Any Ahsoka thoughts? Ahsoka to me is, after Obi-Wan, the most important show. 
mm-hmm. for the next phase of Star Wars. More so than Mando season three living up to our expectations. Because we're gonna love we're gonna love Mando season three no matter what. Sure. Just because it has Grogu, I think there's a level of quality that like Favreau and Filoni have baked into that series. But we have yet to get them giving us a new Jedi story. Like Obi-Wan, we already love Obi-Wan. But like for them to be able to say like, hey, Ahsoka live action, we can do this for a season, I think will give them some of the power they need to be like, all right, put some lightsabers in people's hands. Let's get busy. I also mm-hmm. feel like this is the fulfillment of like Filoni's like marathon yeah. agenda in his quest to just dominate Star Wars. Because I think and this is the character he cares most about. Yes, uh, clearly he does. Yeah. And I think that this is probably has like not that it needs to sh- to be the best, but it, like it has the best promise out of probably anything that's coming soon to us. That like, if anything is going to be put the most care into, it's going to be this. I'm honestly surprised he made the drive like up the four five to get to Anaheim <laughs> and just left the Ahsoka production to you know do its, up to its own well, devices. Well, Rosario didn't. We got a very nice greeting card from her. Yes, right. in full yes. in full that's makeup. Right. The, yep. the combination, I think, of how much Star Wars fans care about Ahsoka as a character, how much the creators care about Ahsoka as a character, the fact that, again, we know Sabine has been cast already for the show. We know this is going to pick up. Well, we don't know it's going to pick up from the end of Rebels, but Filoni has said some interesting things in interviews over the years. Don't assume that that Rebels epilogue was set exactly in where you thought it was in the timeline. And if you look at the Ahsoka the White, Ahsoka the Gray mm-hmm, robes mm-hmm. and where we are, it seems possible that they'd be setting off on that quest. And that's where this would pick up, right? Looking for Ezra, looking for Thrawn. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn hearing live action Ahsoka say that in Mando? <laughs> genuinely one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> Incredible. So the stakes are high. The hype is high. I, I just can't wait to to learn more about that and knowing that that's coming next year. Will I, will that be the next show after Mando season three? That has to be. And I feel like we probably won't actually see a full-blown either trailer or get a lot of info of it once we get closer to Mando because I feel like that's going to be like kind of intertwined. Really? I think so. Huh. Is, uh, it, is it? Was it a little weird that like so much of the news that we got so far is surrounded in this timeline where it's like, we know the Alkalite is still out there. Mm-hmm. We got no movie news. I'm really excited for like the present of Star Wars and like the Mandoverse. Mm-hmm. A lot more nervous about like what is not connected to that timeline. And I desperately want to know like what's next, what's either set in the past or what's going to be set in the future. I don't think they know yet, right? I'm waiting for that big Knights of the Old Republic-esque swing where they just go thousands of years back. I'm waiting for something to where they're like, they want to like actually like step far out of what they're doing. And I think we're kind of a far of a ways out of it because Mando is king in Star Wars right now. And that's kind of what they're building out of. There's definitely some, you know, confirmed and fairly solid stuff on the film side that we know about and are excited about. The Taika movie. Feige and, and Waldron are bringing their their partnership from the MCU over to Star Wars. That's amazing. But like also Rogue Squadron is that not happening on kind of track, <laughs> Yeah. Right? And you know the the ongoing saga around the the Ryan Johnson films which I personally would love to still see and Please really Lord. really really hope that we get one day. Mm-hmm. I did think like the I, I have two responses, Charles. One, I like actually that they're focusing on a thing that they know works because mm-hmm so much of the recent history of Star Wars was this really like chaotic seesawing where 
there was a lack of, and this is of course about the sequel trilogy, like a lack of confidence in just staying the course with the thing that was creatively working, but maybe not satisfying for everyone. This is is both right now, right? It's something that fans love and it is creatively fulfilling and compelling. Keep building out this part of the world. Keep building out this part of the timeline. Make shows that are connected. Do things in a concentrated burst. Build out the, the timeline and the arcs. But at some point, yeah, you've got to go. And I mean, obviously, like Obi-Wan is set 10 years after Sith, right? That's pre-New Hope. That's a different part of the timeline. Will we, if that's a huge hit, which I expect it will be, will we get news that even though it was supposed to be a limited series, they're doing a second <laughs> season? Would that surprise any of us? So. Right. Do you think that's led by Filoni? Because I feel like, obviously, Filoni came up in with George doing Clone Wars, and he seems way more comfortable playing within the framework of having two important things where it's like you don't have to chart the future because it's like, oh, there's so much story in between these movies. Where it's like, it seems where Star Wars falters is like setting up the definitive thing that's next because I think as fans, some people like, we want Knights of the Old Republic. Some people like, oh no, I want to see what else is out there. What are new Jedi doing? Where maybe Filoni's just like, hey guys, people won't get mad at us if we just keep making really, really dope stuff sandwiched in between these stories. Smart man, that guy. And he knows what he's he knows what he's doing. I, the TL, you know, after we got all this news about Mando Ahsoka, was like, ah, ah Star Wars on MCU neck. And I'm like, hey man, well, there's no Star Wars movie dates on the calendar. I mean, like if we could be if we being real, Kevin Feige should take some notes, maybe pump the brakes a little. I mean, I'm, <laughs> but, I'm, but I pump the brakes. I, mean, a I, think bit, I, think, I do think there's something. Maybe to that. they get a Mandalorian out of me. I do think there's something to that. But at the same time, like I don't think you can say that when a we just went to go see Doctor Strange too. And then we're gonna go see Thor, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. All right, I'm not gonna let you like get that take off, Jomi, because it's, you, you, Van and Steve came back having like a crisis of faith, being like, "Damn, like, nah. what's going on, bro? Like, what's going but on?" But you can't. You, you, come you, on, we're not going. To, Star come Wars not making the theater money. Like, it's just it is what it is, right? Like, they're doing their thing with Disney Plus subscriptions, which is cool. But when you're not getting box office sales, you can't tell me, "Oh man." I'm Star Wars is on the level of MCU when you're not getting box office money. Like it's just that's just not what it is. Like I'm not I'm not even get that takeoff. It's just not true. Mel, what's the baseball comp for when Star Wars comes back to the movies and it will just dominate the box office? What's what's that baseball comp? <sighs> Who came back? Like a team or a player? Either one. Why are you asking about baseball? I don't know. I got you. I got you. I mean, like, you, I don't know. I wanted you to jump this in. Is, this was, is, I'm, I'm excited for Joby to break out a Dodgers take here. After, no, after, I got a basketball take. There we go. This is like, I think this is like previous year, but like Luca, when before he got out of the first round, he was playing the Clippers. He was Paul George and uh, Kawhi. He was putting up numbers. And you're like, wow, man, you could really ball. You're not making it past the second round or fa- past the first round. But you're killing it. All we right. love you. You're I doing got it. Okay. It's, okay. it's like Verlander, right? Oh. Like absolute, like peak elite, best in class. And then everyone's like, "Is he? Is it? Is it over?" And then just goes and wins Cy Young's titles. Go. Now he's okay, hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> I was gonna compare it to the Warriors. Like you hate to see them win, but you like there. There's like, gonna damn be damn if they don't period. got it. And then they're like, if they put Darth Vader in a movie tomorrow, I guarantee it's making a billion dollars. Like, come, like yeah, they just don't want to press that button. They could press that button at any moment. Speaking of movies, a couple quick minutes before we wrap on something other than Star Wars, indie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect John Williams oh, impression, by the way. Oh, wait, can I can I ask you guys really, really quick? Because Harrison Ford comes out, beautiful man. And he says this joke 
which I was just like, was this, did someone write this for you? Or are you like off the cuff? He's just like, I hear this, I heard this uh, song when I was getting a colonoscopy. Mm, it's yeah. clear. And I was just like, that, did you I, write I cleared. that one? I, like, was yeah. this like... I don't think he did. I think he genuinely had a colonoscopy. And no, I think that I think he just he thought, it. It was like, yeah, I was playing I that. just didn't know if it was on a teleprompter if, or if he was like in his mind, he's like, this shit gonna kill him. Here's the thing. <laughs> If there's there's one thing I'm sure about in this world, it's that Harrison Ford doesn't need any help being charming. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's also that he does not care about impressing anybody. So yeah, he doesn't was, need to vibe no, for it's our obvious Because when he walked out on stage, it took my brain like five seconds to register because he didn't walk it out was like shocking. his hair. There was, he, no, he was like, no fanfare. Was there was shocking. no like no, Harrison Ford's here. He, he just showed there. up. He just <laughs> walked onto the stage and like the fir- like the the first part of the crowd reacted wildly, and I was like, "Wait, there what's happening?" And and then I was like, "Huh." And then they're like, oh my God. Which, and I know we talked about it a bit earlier about how awesome that was. I don't, I really can't like put into words how crazy it was. Like Harrison Ford, no, again, no fanfare, no announcement. You're just there. Walking on stage and was just, <laughs> was just there. And you're like, holy Incredible. crap. I'm, I, I can see Harrison Ford. And the camera zoomed in on the two big screens it, on his beautiful smirk. Oh and he looked my great. And then he was. It wasn't just that he was there. And it wasn't just that we got that 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 picture, the first picture of, of Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. He was so sweet when he yeah. was talking he about was getting John Williams. He was choked up when he was talking about yeah. John Williams. It was yeah. really touching and lovely. It was just wonderful. Also, he was acting like he wasn't Harrison Ford. Like, he was, like, legit there just to be like, hey, guys, like, John Williams is actually a beautiful man. Let me tell you all the ways. <laughs> and I'm like, dog, you saw Harrison Ford, though. Like, we see the Indiana. Also, in I mean, to the point where when Kathleen Kennedy was like, do you want to tell them the release date? He was like, what? I guess I gotta be here for the upfronts or whatever. You want to know why that's baller? Because he knows. He's just like, dog, I know the supply is strong. I know this shit. Like, I cook this shit. Y'all come in no matter yeah. what. I don't got to sell you on this. Yeah. It's right. like, why do I got to tell them the date? Yeah. They're going to be here. Yeah. June 30th. They could have just put it up on we'll the PowerPoint there. and just been like, hey, here's the, like, show us on the, on the day. You don't make him remember. He's like, uh, if I remember it right. It's, he it's crushed it. No, he was great. That's it's, my take. It's wild to see, wait for him to hold for applause because he'll just be like, <laughs> <laughs> like looking up at the crowd. He's like, uh-huh. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's just amazing though because there it was sort of a little bit of an out-of-body experience because so many of Harrison Ford's most iconic like interview moments and conversation moments over the years are it, just him sh- like saying how much he's tired of Shitting doing on thing, the thing you know? that everybody yeah. loves him for. Yeah. Yeah. And to see him here with people that he knows really love a thing just say, it's great to see you here smiling. Can't wait to see you at the theater. Let me tell you about this man I love who's been a big part of my life and let me tell you about my colonoscopy. Like, check, check, check. Just a, just an incredible two thumbs up gold star performance from our guy. It was wonderful. And then when they left the stage, people started singing happy birthday to John Williams. Oh my God. So, so, sweet. so sweet. So sweet. So cute. No, John Williams actually memorable. looked like really touched. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I know. It was amazing. He's, he's a legend. The music sounded incredible. The Obi Wan theme, I was just like, this man still got the it. Obi Wan theme was sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was yeah. actually. It wasn't Very this triumphant. It was like it, this, almost like a man out of time type feeling. Seeped in failure yes. because maybe he did fail really hard. <laughs> yeah, you can't win them all. You guys, you guys really heard can't. what I said. I was trying to get my Obi Wan's James Harden take off, but y'all was. Oh my here. god, we were not wait, having that. Wait, I need to say something. Not nearly enough. I haven't had a for... chance to say this yet. The draft. Here we go. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the Ring of Us, everybody. Very quickly. 
I didn't think that it would be possible for me to not vote for and support a team full of my favorite characters from the animated verse. Like, Jomi, I loved the team that you assembled. I thought it was amazing. It's one of my absolute favorites on there. Similarly, it's almost inconceivable. We're just we're just chatting about Harrison Ford. Never thought I would not vote for a team that had Han Solo. And I thought Van assembled a great squad. I will not be addressing Steve's team, though I admire his courage. <laughs> I admire his courage. I'm a- and I, I, I support him in all that he does. And I thought it was great. I think that Charles not only won the draft, I think that Charles had one of the best draft showings in Ringer podcast history. Oh, this means wow. a lot. That team was untouchable. Wow. I would Ooh. just like to say that I have the only team that could work. I would actually function. Here's the as thing, a team. but your team your would actually kill so much less because I know <laughs> how competitive Mal is. Yeah, when you it comes got to the drafting from somebody. That's crazy. Is that is a fiend. great. That is <laughs> a great yeah. cosign. That is. Tell me more, Mal. I just <laughs> please I mean, don't stop. Here's the thing that you need going into a draft. You need clarity of vision, which you had. You knew what you wanted to do. You had a clear strategy from the jump. You multiple multiple times you said you weren't going to provide insight in the moment because you wanted to keep the strategy <laughs> close, right? Which I love. But you also adapted to the mistakes that your fellow drafters made when Luke was just tumbling. Dangling there. You know, it's like I'm a Baltimore Raven fan. And at some point you just got to go. You don't worry about like positional need. You take the best available player, right? But the chef's kiss. <laughs> Where you got Grogu in the draft was I insane. I was surprised. I could not believe it. I was just like, nobody's going to pick. I actually I couldn't thought believe Grogu it. was just going to kind of be taken so early that I was just like. Could not believe it. And then I was just like, when nobody took him, I'm like, yeah. Amazing. It's done. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> The, the cruel, cruel joke about Steve's team aside, I actually think you had really sound logic. Like the Bob and Frick pick, I gasped aloud when I heard it. But he then is, when you made the point about, you know, you're building a crew, a team for a mission, you need who's a Who's going to fix anything? It's sound logic, but it was too late. All right, so I don't care. I had a great time. Mal, really I had quick. fun, so I won. La- give us your strategic, give us your strategy. Who would have been your like, your number one, number two picks that you need to get. Oh, it's the boy. fact that th- what pissed you off the most, I think, is that Luke Skywalker went undrafted for like almost two rounds. <laughs> it it was a shock to me. I didn't actually mind it. I don't know that I would have taken Luke that high, but I think that when he's falling, you just have to move. You've got to pounce at a certain point. I think I would have probably taken Anakin first overall, honestly. Mm, okay. But I also... but but Not Darth, Anakin. Thank you for saying that. Yes. But I would not have allowed the draft to occur without no. establishing that you cannot take Anakin and Darth Vader as so two separate no, things, right? No. You can't. We, 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 we you talked can't. about this internally. We had we talked to we, you know, we the commissioner. To an we talked to, you know, everybody who you need to talk to. <laughs> and what what it was was basically the Star Wars website, if you like go there, Anakin and Darth are on two different pages. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, ah, you know. So we just like, we're like, let's trust the people that made the thing, right? And we'll let that, that's the only character that you can choose either or. Everybody else, you can't pick Han from, you know, Force Awakens or Han from, you know what I'm saying? Like To trust what we'll Obi-Wan said from a certain point of view, <laughs> they are two people. I don't know. I think that if Obi-Wan had really processed and accepted that that were not in fact true, he might have made some more progress in his life. I mean, Obi-Wan, I, notorious for you know, we'll processing grief well. I will yeah. say strategically, we shouldn't have had Pilot because like, immediately I was just like, 
somebody is either going to win this draft by either picking Anakin or Luke in pilot because it leaves your entire draft open. We shouldn't have done. I it's, had, it's a cheat code. Yeah, I had to have my wife as my pilot. I'm sorry. It's fine. I do yeah. love her, as you know. Yeah, I had she's to. a favorite. I, I'm a little, I'm a little, a little upset. I love Hera. Hera is my wife. I love Hera. Well, come on, like Anakin and Luke are better pilots. They have the force. That's, like let's let's be. Well, here's the thing. Anakin is probably the best pilot, like definitely in the in the canon. Yes, you know? we saw what he did Absolutely. in Phantom Man. Like we know, yeah. like for how sure. Good he is. Yeah, ha- like Hera. Like okay, Hera's could, like could top Potteries three. Be good, good Hera Potteries. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. But Hera's like top three. She's right? top three, but you said she was the best, and I'm like, eh. you know, I got. Eh. I, I had to get my. I had to get my agenda off. You know non force user, yes, number one. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm just we, Okay, so we, we we feel. I had to get my agenda <laughs> off. Long story short, my team was the best team because my team got like Cad Bane is stealing Grogu for a battle. Oh, that's the other thing I didn't even. That's nuts. That, that the Cad Bane. Cad Bane's an incredible, incredible pick. Incredible. He's stealing. I, mean, I actually think I'm gonna stick by this. I think Cad Bane and Grogu would get so, along so well together. I think they would love that's each other. incredible. And you had one of the best droid picks. I mean, you just it was it was. <laughs> Speaking of droid picks, Charles is so happy with himself. What a great okay, way to end this. <laughs> Speaking of droid picks, Steve, Cad Cad Bane almost always gets it done. Uh, it's almost always. always. Yeah, not always. Crucially, Steve picking R two D two that early is the funniest thing I've ever. Seen. This C three PO conversation was. <laughs> That's the most disrespectful yeah, thing I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, "Damn, oh Steve is C three PO, That's the most public disrespect I've ever received in my life. It was so fast, very tough, very tough. <laughs> Wonderful oh, listen. Man. If anyone has not uh, enjoyed that yet, you you have to go check it out. It was an absolute delight. Okay, any final indie thoughts before we chat Willow and then wrap? I, no, I, I'm really, did, I'm excited to talk Willow. Arjuna, right? Indy, no. Hour okay. two of Willow. the pod. Here we go. <laughs> Willow. I uh, I hope Joe is not listening. I always hope Joe listens, but right now I hope she's not. I've never seen Willow, so Same. I have nothing oh! to contribute here. Oh, Wait, can I seems just... great. Seems great. Can I, I do this picture though. Van, my I love I love Van to death, but like I was sitting right next to him, and he was kind of getting itchy in his seat. Like, come on, like when's the big news gonna happen? <laughs> And I was just like, oh, he's going to get excited for like Mando and everything. And he did. I've never seen Van more excited for when Willow came on. Like, he I, was like I literally like, like when, I, when, I, when Willow came on the screen, I'm like, I'm looking at Van. It was now. like sitting next to like, like childhood Van. Like, so with like just his eyes, I was just like, this is the most beautiful experience ever. He was so happy. This guy loves Willow. Dude, yes. Well, remember, we went to his house, right? Like, Van was sometimes. And we watched us. Willow, and so it was yeah, great. And we watched Willow's awesome. I was like, cool, Van. I had a great time. I'm never going to remember anything that I've seen on screen right now, but I had a great time. <laughs> hey, if you guys have seen this movie, freaking Warwick Davis comes out and Van is like, awesome. It's, it's like I'm looking at a child again. He's yeah. so happy. We like Willow. Van loves Willow. <laughs> Dog. Whoever, what, who was the creator on stage who also really loved Willow? And I was actually a little touched. I'm like, you're so great. Oh, the guy opposite the, uh, the narrator of Arrested Development? Don't narrate. Don't don't do Ron Howard. Wow, right? He did, he did do an Arrested Development narrator. You're talking it, it about wasn't. You're talking about director there, of Apollo 13, Ron Howard. Yeah, the, yeah, the narrator from yeah, the same dude. He, right? he was up yes, there with John yes. Kasdan, and they they worked yeah. together on Solo. Yes. Yeah, 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 Wait, yeah. also can Kasdan by say the way, Kasdan family. Here you go, Charles. More respect <laughs> on Kasdan's name. More respect on their name. I also just want to say this. How many times during this press tour do you think McGregor has done the hello there and it kills every single time? Uh, uh, I think I think that's a per hello there ask in his 
contract that is he, like he has a certain amount that he gets paid for. Well, I mean, it's like it's, it's also a, great to see them that they're clearly at the end of their press run when all of these other shows are just beginning their press run because yeah. they seemed a lot more prepared. They I, seem a lot more prepared and they knew what would kill. Like they yes. knew the jokes that would kill. Shout out to McGregor. But yeah, nobody. It's the golden snitch. Right? Oh, he's loving it. It's just like, yeah, I can yeah. come in here, drop hello there. People are going to go yeah. crazy like. You know, you don't, have to try, you don't have to, like, try too hard. You know what it's I'm saying? It's like, I'm serious that I think that Owen Wilson has a, uh, like, wow bonus per movie. Like, he gets paid for, per wow. <laughs> like, you, Hugh McGregor will get paid per hello it. there. Now, I mean, back on Willow, though, Warwick Davis is was incredible. Like, on stage. Like, I, you know, I, like, I saw Willow, but, like, I'm not a big Warwick Davis head. He was awesome. On there, he was killing it. The jokes, it was just like all. Was like, hey man, this guy, I love they were this dude. Fun. Yeah. Any Willow thoughts, Arjuna? You're a Willow fan. I've actually never seen Willow. Okay. Don't tell Van that. Don't tell Van that. Joe just like just got a pain of just Joe and Well, on behalf of Joe and Van, the Ringerverse is excited for Willow, and we will all be caught up and ready to discuss it by then. Yes. <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts on the first day of Star Wars celebration? Come see us tomorrow. You know, yell at us, cheer us on. We want to see you. <laughs> More of the latter than the former. Yeah, sure. Come cheer us on 2 p.m. Pod stage, Ringerverse Live, Star Wars Celebration. And as we noted at the top, just so many pods coming. So many pods. Obi-Wan premiere coverage, Stranger Things coverage. We're not too far away from the boys and Miss Marvel. Oh it's God. all Woo-wee. happening on the Ringerverse. Thank you to Charles. Woo! Jomi. Yes, sir. Steve. Yeah. Arjuna. And thank you to Mike Wargon for his help with the production on this episode. We will see you here in Anaheim. We'll see you on the pod feed. We're here at Star Wars Celebration. And we're having a blast. But when you're drafting Star Wars characters, make sure you pick Babu Frick last. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Steve. Steve. (laughs) All right.